Welcome to our Pnimi. This is Saratova Best. We are preparing for Chafei Shvat. And the question that we're going to ask today is, why the name Chaya Mushka? Why the name Chaya Mushka? Right. So the reason for, there are many reasons for the name Chaya Mushka, but one of the things that really uh, was brought to light in this Sikha is that you're talking about two different energies. So Mushka is a certain kind of energy, represents a certain kind of energy, and Chaya represents a certain kind of energy. And what we're here to do is put them all together. We've been for bringing for the past few days about the idea that Matan Taira happened one time, and everybody's still traumatized by it. <laughs> we said that yesterday. Everybody's still traumatized by it. It was amazing. Matan Taira, what could be better? Except the trauma's still there. What do you mean, what's the trauma? What's the trauma? The trauma is, you ever try passing away ten times? Not fun at all. So that's from, from the point of view of the animal soul, the body, oh no. We, we've been saying the past few days, there's a, there's a famous sikh about Tutanayim that got together on Purim, right. and, and they imbibed tremendous deep secrets of Tyra, and one shafted the other, so to speak. And the next year, one Tana, Tana invited the other one back to him. The next year is Purim Suda. And his partner said, no, nah, it's okay. Thanks, but no thanks. Why? He was exposed to such incredible revelations of Hashem, the deepest secrets, on Purim. Wouldn't you want to do it again the next year? So why not? The body couldn't take it. Same thing with Meishar Benu. Same thing with Meishar Benu. Meishar Benu, when Hashem said, come to Paro, go, go to Paro, Meishar Benu said, I can go. The body's not going to sustain this. It's too much. If you're in a physical world, the regular normal world that we call the world of ten, with the decimal system and with ten fingers and ten, fingers and ten toes and everything, everything goes around ten, and that world was created with ten sayings, by the way, this cheer is Lili Nishmas. Avimari not my and 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 it keeps running the shot after my Bubby Bubby Bela Bela but Isaac and uh, we should have a good meet the Pashlema. So she's in Montreal, you know, giving us physics from this. So so what is the thing in a world, a world that's created by through the Ten Maimaram. Ah, ten sayings create the world. Well, then the whole world is going to be around ten. And then how do you make that into a holy world? A Sarasadibris, ten commandments. Boom. So in this world of ten, the body says, just like Maishrabena said, my physicality is from the world of ten. Do me a favor. Really, in fact, do me a favor. How do you expect me to stay alive and face such a thing? And Hashem said, what did Hashem say? We know what Hashem said, but what does that mean? How is that helping? If Hashem, Hashem said, Bayopara, I'm going with you. How does that help? If the physical body cannot sustain such an intensity, how does it help that Hashem goes with you? Any idea? Let's... Essentially, Maishu Rabbeinu is saying, um, it's too much for me. I'm a physical person in a physical world. It's too much for me. And so, if that's the case, and the revelation is so strong, if I go to see Paro, we're going back to Meishur Benus. If I go to see Paro, him in his source, it's such an intense revelation. It's too much. It's too much. 
Okay, so how does that help? So what does that mean? Okay, so uh, everybody's answers were actually very insightful. Thank you. So I'm going to give you the answer that I think. Remember that Maisha Rabbeinu was saying, my body is from the world of ten. You know, a regular, natural world, the regular old world. My neshama is from the world of eleven, a much higher reality. My, my physical body is in a limited world where everything is limited. You know, hopefully he has ten, exactly ten fingers and ten toes. And at some point, if you, in this limited world, at some point if you just go and go and go, you're going to fall asleep. That's one of your limitations, plus a million others. You never fall asleep. Does your soul ever fall asleep? No, because it doesn't have the limitations of this world. Your soul is from the world of the, of, one second, one second. Your soul, one second. Your soul is from the world of 11. Your body is from the world of 10. When we stood at Harsinai, Hashem revealed himself on the level of 11. This unlimited revelation of his essence, that's about the highest that you get, into this tiny little, you know, Niagara Falls, you know what I think I'd like to do? I have a little bottle with a quarter-inch opening at the top. I'm going to take it to Niagara Falls, and, and I'm going to bring all the water from Niagara Falls into this bottle. It's insane. It's so ridiculous. You're talking about something that's so limited in something that's relatively unlimited. Hashem did that at Har Sinai. He did it for a reason. He, here he brought his very essence, which is completely unlimited, into, into us, our little, little limited bodies, and everybody, everybody cracked. The entire world cracked. The thing is, we were saying the other day, the thing is, in Yemaisa Mashiach, and Hashem said, no, 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 this time, no one's passing away. That's the biggest promise. The big promise of, that's going to be in Yemaisa Mashiach is no one's passing away, right? That's the big one. Of all the differences, Will you have food? Will you this? All the same. And let's move. What's the real big Kiddush? One of the big, biggest tradition of, of Yemaisa Mashiach? No one leaves the world anymore. Inter- interesting. No one leaves the world anymore. That's partly connected to Mat and Taira. Hashem's going to reveal himself in his essence even more than before. That so this time has got to be totally different. Okay, that's when Mashiach comes. What, what when is, at which point is that? Then what we Okay, so so what we're talking about is the same thing with Paro. How do you do, how do you prepare for Mas and Tyra? There are a whole bunch of things that got us ready for Mas and Tyra. Same thing. Paro said you cannot ask a limited body to face such an unlimited revelation of the source of Paro. Right? Can't do that one. Good. Every single time. And I'm thinking. And now that we're now that we're we did it. Now we're ready for the next revelation. This next. It's not going to be a new Mas and Tyra, but it's going to be a deeper Matan revelation of, of, of the Geula. So it comes... What? What are you saying? Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, one sec, one sec, one sec. So, so the point is, I'm trying to remember where we're up to. So now we're before the ultimate Matan There was only one Matan But we're before Geula Shlema, when Tyra will finally really be given to us. 
So what do you think? The same thing is happening too. The same thing. We're talking about here we are in limited bodies and there's in this world of 10 and there's going to be this revelation that's called the revelation of 11, unlimited. And the whole thing is activated through Rebbe Simchai Mushka. And the Rebbe says, even though you think you saw, saw his stalkus, but it was really a temporary thing because She's the one who's bringing in eternal life. You know, somebody said, she said, what happened on... Right, the word Chai, wait, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that in a second. She's in the world and left the world. She's in the world and left the world at the same time. Right. She's in the world and... Right. So the Rebbe says, what is... Why through... The Rebbe says that there are three phases in the in the life of the of the Rebbe Reyach. There are three phases in the life of the Rebbe Rayat. Phase one is, we were saying this yesterday, um, phase, let's just take a back step for a second. You're trying to convince your children to take vitamins. Such a simple thing. I don't want to hear. They're so resistant. They, you're, you can't even say the word vitamin. They walk out of the room if you say vitamin. Let's not talk about Yiddish. You can't say vitamin. You can't say vitamin. Completely blocked vessel. You have you have a gift to give, completely blocked vessel. Then one day they say, okay, they stop walking out of the room. They let you talk about vitamins, and they, you know, and eventually they say, you know what? Tell us about vitamins. We heard that vitamins are good. Please tell us about vitamins. Is that the ultimate? No. The ultimate is when they come to you and say and say, you know. I discovered something called vitamins. I, I'm, I'm going to teach you all about vitamins. Ah, yeah, thank you very much. I know a woman who has this uh, energy company where she sells all these energy products. She used to say, she said her mother would talk to her about essential oils. And she said, Mom, you can't heal an emotion with the smell of an oil. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. So then eventually she got older and she discovered, oh, my goodness. And she cre- she took it on even a thousand times more than her mother. And she's got this big fancy company, Vibes Up. She's the one who said, Mom, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And now she made her own company called Vibes Up based on the idea that all the vibrations of all the things and, you know, et cetera, I have to say, I think it's a good product, et cetera. So all of, all of that, that means there are three phases. One, I don't want to hear. Two, Okay, I'm ready to hear. Three, I took it on myself, and I'm now going out and promoting it, and I think it was my idea. You see the difference of the three phases? Okay. So the Rebbe says, three phases in the life of the Friedrich Rebbe, 10, 11, and 22. The world, what's 10? The world, the world of 10, was a world that said forever, no Yiddishkeit. The Romans said it. The Persians said it. The Greeks said it. All our enemies said it. They said, you keep misses, off with your heads, God forbid. The pogroms, the, 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 uh, the Inquisition, the, all of the horrific Jewish history, Inquisition, the Crusades, you keep Yiddishkeit, the end. The world is saying, this is not a place for truth about God. Go away. This is a normal world, the world of ten. Go away. This is not a world that wants to hear about the truth of God in his essence. 
We're going to give it a code number. The truth of God in his essence is called code number 11. The world is, we're going to give it a code number, number 10. The world, this world of 10, regular world that's created through 10 sayings, 10 fingers, 10 toes. This world of 10 said, this is not a place. You Jews are at the wrong party. You Jews are at the wrong party. You walk around the whole day. You know, somebody once told me when I was going out on Shaduchim, a family member, a non-from-not-yet-from-family member said to me, when you go out on a Shidduch, don't talk about God. It's very boring. They'll never want to marry you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't start talking talk about God. Probably. So, you know, don't talk about God. It's very boring. The world used to say to us, the normal world of ten, they said, we are normal people. You are weirdos. You with this message about God and truth and morality, you don't belong here. You're at the wrong party. Did you ever see that insane video? Did you ever see that insane video um, of uh, Ob- in Obama days? It was like it wasn't. It was funny, but it wasn't even funny. They said, "Where do the Jews belong?" And they had this whole song, "Under the Sea," and it was. I'm not going to sing it. Under the sea, and they see a guy swimming under the sea with a snorkel. They say, "You Jews, there's plenty of room under the sea. What are you hacking up at China trying to find? You want to have your?" your place in Israel, go under the sea. There's tons of room there. We don't mind if you go there. Just don't take up any space in our world. This is what Obama was saying. About his? Yes. Under the sea. And it was a very funny song, but it wasn't funny. Under the sea. Nobody else is claiming the territory under the sea. Just go there. Take as much room as you want. Just don't take any one inch of our space. Not one inch, right? My husband once went on a on a rally to Washington with all the Israelis, you know, and he said they had a bus, and they, the rally was the next day at about 2 p.m., but he said they got everybody on the bus at 1 a.m. in the morning. I said, <laughs> I said why, why, why did they have to go so early? He said, you know, to drag everybody, wake everybody up, that they should be on time for the bus in the morning. While they were still awake, we, they swept them on the bus, and everybody went. And he said, so everybody was practicing in, in Israeli English, not one inch, not one inch, not one inch, right? Of like, we don't give an inch. We don't give an, up an inch of their control. So here you have this Russia of, of Obama saying, not one inch. You don't, we don't want you to have one inch of this physical world. It's ours. You people are from the world of 11, from the world of truth. We don't want truth in this world. Go away. Right? Go away. We don't want to hear truth in this world. And for all of history, they said, you Jews are at the wrong party. This party in the world of ten, this party in the world of ten, it's not for you. It's for us. We own the world, and you don't belong here. So, right? So, and the same thing. You think this is an old mess, a new message? It happened in Matan When Hashem revealed himself on that unlimited level in the name of his essence and truth, the physical world said, I'm out of here. The whole world cracked. It didn't say welcome. The world didn't the world didn't say welcome. The world cracked. Even we didn't welcome Hashem in a sense. Our physical body, we all passed away. We said, Oh, this is too much for us. Maybe not here, maybe not now. You see what I'm saying? In a very, very subtle way that that's what was being said. So the whole Chiddush of Yemaisa Mashiach is the world and us, and etc., and all the nations will say, welcome, Hashem, God of truth, God of Israel. 
God, the God of Israel, God is the king of the entire world. They will say that. The entire world will want to do nothing other than to know Hashem. True. So, so the point is that the world has always said to us, you're at the wrong party, you Jews, if you're standing and talking in the name of essence and truth. And yet, and yet it will come that moment when the world will say, hey, you guys know truth? You guys know God? You guys know the essence of God? Uh, we'll say, uh, yeah. And they say, well, that's, that's really amazing. Could you tell us? And we're saying, that's so interesting. We were trying to tell you the past um, 3,300 and some years. Did you not notice? And they said, oh, yeah, really? What were we doing? You were trying to execute us for saying it. Oh, yes, sorry. Right? Sorry's not enough. They will. They will. They'll say, oh, sorry. Sorry. And we'll say, sorry's not enough. Like, you, you, need to, you need to take it up with Hashem. Right? But basically, they're going to say, you guys are awesome. You know about truth and essence and God. That's amazing. Essentially, right? And they're going to come to us. Rabbi Manus Friedman says, get ready, because the world is starting to thirst for truth. And they're going to be coming to your door, and they are going to want to know as much truth as you can give them. Get ready. Now, this truth has a number. It's the unlimited truth of the essence of Hashem, and the code number is 11. 11. Just like at Mas and Tyrus. They're going to say, could you tell us what you heard at Mas and Tyra? And they're going to want us to tell them. Okay, so we're saying that the numbers 10, 11, and 22 are, 10 is that the world, the world is resisting, and that ended on Yud Shvat, the 10th day of Shvat. And then the next day, well, I think we're going to do this tomorrow. Okay, I'll leave it. But, but, let me leave this 10, 11, 22. But essentially, the last phase that starts to usher in the Gula is through Rebetzin Chaya Mushka. And the Rebbe says, why? Because mushka is a spice. One of the spices. Eleven ingredients in the basamim. Eleven. And, 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 and not only that, mushka, the name mushka, uh, musk, is one of the spices, one of the eleven spices in the basamim. Musk. Musk. Mushka. Okay, so coming back to uh, the, the the question here, so if the geula begins to be ushered in, tomorrow we'll t- discuss why by a woman. That's a whole other topic, which is a fantastic topic. But how is it that Rebetzin Chayimushka is ushering in her her passing? Interesting, her passing is ushering in is beginning the geula. Very interesting. Be- one second, can you explain to me in in in, in grub terms? Somebody dies and that starts something good? No. It doesn't make any sense. Right? It doesn't make any sense. But that we, we, no, it doesn't. Excuse me. We, we, what, hold on. One second. But, but, but we consider it a very bad thing. And it is a bad thing. <coughs> Somebody passes away, God forbid. We consider it, there's all this stuff about the end, the end, the end, the end, the end. Only Hasidus comes along and says, this is the beginning, the beginning. But still, I want to ask you just in regular terms, if, if, if a great Sadiq or Sadiqus, a, a Jew passes away, Hasidus, we mourn. It's a very, very sad thing. They left, and we feel, etc. They left. 
How do you explain something that's so end? It's the end of something. That begins something. How does an end begin something? doesn't make logical sense to me. It's got to mean that her end is not a real end. It's, it's a gateway to a bigger, a bigger reality that she's leading the world and the world in terms of the feminine world and the feminine approach in, in the physical way, you know, with her physical presence here in one way, and then she moves to the higher level. She's maybe leading the world in the world of ten, you know, everybody has a body and you have to take care of it and you have to eat well and sleep well and sleep well and all that other stuff in the world of ten. And she's sort of leading us as as the Rebison of the Rebus Rebison in that way. And then she now in the world of ten. And now she takes us to the world of eleven, where she's unlimited. You know, a tzaddik after they leave the world is infinite, etc. So that means what's she beginning? We just became unlimited. Right, new life. So we again, if they ask if they ask the Rebbe if 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 they ask the Rebbe, they ask the Rebbeton these questions when it came to Hey Tavis, the these questions about about, you know, um they ask about the Sparum. The Rebison was very, very, very clear about saying, about proving to the world, my father, the Rebbe, doesn't have a personal life. The courts, when it came to the sperm of Hey Tavis, the courts were asking, what about public life? Doesn't every person have a public life and a private life? And the Rebison said, my father and my husband, they don't have a public and a private life. They don't have a private life. Not because they don't take any time for themselves. Because there's no self. They are, yeah, essentially she was saying, when you come to, when you're, you know, when you, at that, that who, whom they represent and what they are, there is no sense of self. There's just, anini races, the shamish is tiny. Or I was not created other than to serve my maker. And not only that, the Friedrich Rebbe and, and, and the Rebbe and all the Chabad Rebbeim, their point is, don't look at me as not having a sense of self. I want to look at you, regular person, as not having a sense of self. I, not because I want you to be smaller. You know, in other words, what they're showing us with their example is they don't want us to become smaller. You know, you thought you were a big shot. You're nothing. Oh, please, this is so old school. They're saying you thought you were a big shot. You're on the wrong track. You're, a, you're infinite. You're, 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 you're a leader. Like, expand. They don't want us to contract and realize you're nothing. Expand. If you are looking at me, says the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe, if you're looking at me and the Rebbeson is proving to the world I, there's no self to me, that's just for you to understand, for you to get to the point where you can also live without a self. Once you get rid of self, thank God you have fresh air. Now you can live. I mean, it's not, right, you know those moments. Let's say, I'm going to give you an example. You go to a, a, a chasana, you go to a wedding, you know, it looks like a boring wedding and she's wearing this and he's wearing that, you know, she's wearing that and what. Maybe they didn't wear the right shoes and a whole thing. And then all of a sudden you start to dance. You lose your sense of self. Did you notice that? If it's good dancing, you lose your sense of self and you just become the, the dance. Thank God. We get to taste it a little bit. So the Rebbeim are, are saying, you know how, how um, liberating it feels when you lose your sense of self? It does, doesn't it? It's a bissel that expands us to fill the entire world. 
People are afraid of Bittel because they feel like it means you're nothing and don't think you're anything. Who wants that? You want that? In this generation, you're going to tell people have Bittel and be nothing? For what? At least I'm something. At least I know I'm the person who complains about lunch. At least I have an identity. I complain about the lunch that they serve in school every day. I have an identity. Give it up. Why? Because you have a, a shlitha that's so much more massive than complaining about lunch every single day. You know, expand. Don't contract. When the Rebbeims say bittle, they mean expand. They don't mean contract. Right? I mean, it's, it's like their con, the contraction they're talking about means infinite expansion. Become like me. Don't look at me. Become like me. Fill the entire world and be a leader that creates leaders wherever you go. That's what you're saying with those stories. Become a leader at where you and, – and the more you don't sense yourself, the more you will be able to just be a conduit for Hashem just sending you this incredible leadership. So that – give a code number to that – I expand to fill the whole world and have this incredible leadership. Is that 10? That's 11. 11 is it's called Antuchad Belov Bechushvan. The oneness that's above all the numbers. It's above all, all the limitations. You know, I could say, you want me to expand to fill the whole world. Uh, I'm kind of tired at my age, you know, or, or, or if I'm 40 years younger, kind of busy at my age, or if I'm, you know, or I fall asleep too fast. There are all the limitations. Forget it. Expand to fill the whole world, and, you know, and you become infinite. So that 11 into 10, that's the only thing. You know, people meet you now, if you, you know, if you want to sound silly, people say, hi, uh, oh, Abigail was reading something where the Rebbe says, if somebody asks you, what do you do? I'm a warrior for Hashem. I'm a warrior for Hashem. So, no, but what do you really do? Oh, uh, yeah. Hi, what's your name? My name is Monica. Oh, hi, Monica. So, what do you do? Oh, I merge 11 and 10. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's so, wow. That's so cute. But that's what you do. What are you doing all day? Merging 11 and 10. Bringing the essence of Hashem into a limited world. How do you start? By your own self. Part of you is your neshama, essence of Hashem, unlimited, into a physical body. This is what we've been, this was Mat and Tyra. Only this time we get to expand the world and enable Mat and Tyra. The, the ultimate Mat and Tyra. So the Rebbe says the word, the name Mushka, is that energy of, and we said it's one of the spices of the Basamim, and a spice and a, a um, Basamim, when you smell it, now it's gone. It goes out there. It disappears. It's like a balloon. It goes way, way. It goes out. You can't hold the scent of something in your hand because it's Makistik. It spills the whole world. You know, gee, that's really nice for you. <laughs> It's a, right. So perfume disappears. The scent of something disappears. The summon, it disappears. It be, where does it disappear to? It becomes infinite. It, it fills the whole world. It doesn't really go anywhere. If you're in a closed room that, that, you know, nothing can escape from, the perfume doesn't disappear. But let's say you're in a giant auditorium. Somebody's wearing perfume. Eventually, it disappears. It, it doesn't really disappear. It fills the entire auditorium. Ah, perfect. That's what the Rebbe is saying he wants us to be. Fill the entire world. Don't disappear. Fill the entire world. That is the name Mushka. And also the name Mushka goes on the, the since there are five levels of the Neshama, Chai Yechida, um, Nefesh Ruch, Neshama, Chai and Yechida. 
So, sorry, the word Chaya goes on the three lower levels of the Neshama, because just one more Nekuda, we have our Neshamas in two places. Most of it is out there. You know, it's just hovering around, filling up the whole world. Good thing, too. Good thing. Because when I think, me fill the whole world, so the Rebbe's saying, you already do. You already do. Isn't your Neshama out there filling the whole world? Uh, yeah, I guess so. So he said, so spend more time there without passing away. Stay in your body, live in your body, spend more of your time out there where your neshama fills the whole world. Send the world what it needs. Do good deeds. And... Right. 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 Correct. And then there are the three lower levels of the neshama. The neshama is also in the body, the smaller part. And it's called nefesh ruch and neshama. So the, the, the smaller part in the body, we know how to deal with that one. The other saying, you guys are really selling yourselves short. It's a rachmanis. I'm looking at you. You're not exactly using your potential. Right? Everybody in school was told you're not using your potential. But when you think about it, am I using my potential? I guess not. Why not? Because most of the time, even if I'm living on the level of neshama, it's the part of me that's stuck in my body. I my sugar level, oi, my arthritis, oi, my, right? Oi, you know what I'm saying, itchy skin, oi, oi, oi. I'm living on the level in my body. The Rebbe says, where have you been? What, 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 what is this? What are you, hey, this is so old school. Like, hello, go to the good place where you're needed. Enough with the, the aches and pains. And we all do it. Enough with the aches and pains. Go to the place where you're needed, where you're infinite and expansive. So if I'm telling you to expand and fill the whole world, you've already been doing it. You just don't spend enough time there. So the so the three levels of the neshama are go on the name Chaya, and the two higher ones, Chaya and Yechida, go on the name Mushka. And those are the two levels with which people gave their lives al Kiddush Hashem. They have the serious nefesh. And today the Rebbe is saying, don't give your life al Kiddush Hashem. Don't give it away. Keep it here. Live Kiddush Hashem. That's what you say. Live Kiddush Hashem. In other words, live in the name Mushka. Live in that energy. Live Kiddush Hashem. And then bring it into everyday life. So the umbrella story that you told, etc. Live Kiddush Hashem every single minute. And therefore, what the Rebbe is, just to sum it all up, the Rebbe is saying the name Chaya Mushka. Mushka Chaya is essentially recreating what happened at Matantaira. Hashem's very essence, the unlimited essence, the number of 11, is being brought into the world, the number 10. Mushka denotes that level of Hashem's essence, infinite. And Chaya denotes that level in the world, you know, everyday world, put the two together. That means every single minute when we're living the name Chaya Mushka, Mushka Chaya, we're merging those two energies. And if everybody, like you said, there you were in a medical facility and everybody felt that there was light in your room, and what did it make them feel like? I also want to be light. If they're half healthy, when they see light and they feel light from you, they say, what can I do to become light too? The really messed up people say, well, I want to be darker if I see light. But we're not dealing with those people. And those can be fixed too. People want to emulate you when they see that you exude light. When you're living in the Mushka reality and bringing it into everyday life, they teach me how to do it. And somehow at the end off, so that's why we need the name Chaya, the world of ten. Because in the world of ten, there are all the techniques. 
There's the vision of something bigger in the world of 11. In the world of 10, there are all the techniques. How do I teach the nurse in the rehab place how to live Mushkechaya? For that, I have to study some healing techniques and some coaching techniques and coach her through it. So we do need the world of 10. So, and then you, and then basically we're going to look around and realize, oh my goodness, everybody became a Chaya Mushka. You know, you say to the nurse, one day you'll know you got there. You say, the nurse, thank you so much. For, oh, wow, thank you so much for bringing me a drink. What's your name? And she says, Chaya Mushka. And then, yeah, you know, just, I'll end off with this. Somebody told me that many years ago, before Tashin and Ches, she was, you know, maybe in the early 80s or something. She, she came, she became a Balistruva and she came to Bay Trip, but they asked her to substitute for one day. So she said, okay, girls, you know, she knew it's not easy to be a substitute teacher. She said, okay, girls, what's your, what are your names? What's your name? She said, Hani. What's your name? Hani. What's your name? Hani. What's your name? Hani. 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 She said, okay. All right. Don't play games just because I'm a, um, just because I'm a substitute. They were all, they were all named after Rebbe Sinkana. This was, let's say, the late 70s. So they were all, so she said, Hani, 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 Hani. Everybody is Hani here. But then after the Rebbe Sinkana's Every, you say, what's your name? Chaya Mushka. Muki, Mushki, Chaya, Musi, Muki, Musi, Musi, and Ma, Ma, uh, uh, everybody's Chaya Mushka. But you'll know we really did our job when the nurse, when the, the, the lady in the bodega, you know, and the lady that takes the money in the, in the bowling alley when you take all your kids bowling or something like that, you say, oh, thank you so much. Really, that was really sweet of you. What's your name? She says, Chaya Mushka. Chaya Mushka. So, so anyway, we should turn the whole world into that that world where it's all it's where the the Rebbe and the Rebbe's dream and that is being fulfilled is fulfilled in complete of the world of Chayabushka, the world of eleven into ten, and should be immediately now.